AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Hey. Can't no bitch do what you do. Hey. Can't no bitch do what I 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 do. Hey.
Hey, 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 this is comedian Flame Monroe, and welcome to this week's episode of Laugh and Learn. Ladies and gentlemen, we are so glad that you guys came to join us today. We did a very special interview this past Saturday because Bobby Clifford, Bobby Clifford and I, who is my co-host, were in the same city and in the same place that we were able to have an interview with a powerful young and strong young man who has went through a, several changes in his life. If you have not had a chance to listen to the interview, it is up now. It is called... The story of two transitions or something to that effect. But I want you guys to listen to it. It's powerful. We were in New York together. That's why we were at the same room because I had three sold out shows at Comedy at Harlem. And when I tell you that the audiences were fantastic, the yeah. staff and the man, the staff at the club, the waiters from the security, everyone was so pleasant. It's a black owned business. It's a black owned comedy club. The owner's name is Jamie. Him and his wife, uh, Nikki, are both comedians. He hosted the show. They were very pleasant people. They were accommodating to Bobby and my guests and mm -hmm. anybody that I had around me. And I'm telling you, I appreciate good service now. And what made me appreciate good service is after this pandemic, it has been so much bad service. So when someone is courteous and wonderful to me, I just want to always give a shout out and an extra thank you because it means a lot. But thank you to all the people who came out to see me at Comedy in Harlem. We had a great time. Thank you for the fans. Thank you for the purchases and the pictures. And I took four or five pictures with the same people. What y'all thought? Well, y'all was going to change sweaters and I wasn't going to recognize you. <laughs> But I was pleasant. I was accommodating. We had a great time. I, oh, my God. It was such a wonderful weekend. I got a chance to see Miss Bobby, and we got a chance to hang out and kiki. And, uh, yeah, I'm so excited. I got a booking at Martha's Vineyard out of it, and it's a couple other things that's coming up. So thank you to Comedy in Harlem. If you're ever in Harlem, please support the, the club. Support the business. Go hang out. The food was actually pretty good, too, Bobby. I had a... I had oh, was it? Uh -huh, they gave us everything. So LB had got salmon. And thank you to LB. She sold all the merchandise. Everybody kept going over to say LB because everybody know LB name, but they really don't know her face. So it was a really, really productive. She was working it. She, she really was. was. She was dancing. She was she was popping the fan. She was she was killing it. She popped her fan a little later that night, but that's a whole different <laughs> show. Anyway. Anyway, we had a great time, and I'm so appreciative of it. I'm telling you, Friday night, the audience Friday night, when I came out, gave me a three-minute resounding standing ovation. So, and it, and it touched me so much because y'all know I've been under fire for my opinions or my point of view, what have you. But it made me feel so appreciated that I, I almost started crying. Y'all know I'm a tank. I will not cry in front of anyone. <laughs> and I forgot my opening joke. <laughs> That's even, I was at a loss for words. Me. But no, I was, can't believe it. It was great it was, energy. It was wonderful. And yeah. uh, the last show we did, if you ain't scared to ask it, I ain't scared to answer it. Bobby Clifford came up and they they because they never had a face to the name with Bobby. So for season four, you're going to actually visually get to see us a little bit. How about that? How about that? Ooh, sounds good to me. I always like seeing you. Okay, so we'll you'll see me. I don't know if you're gonna see Flame or that other one, but you'll you, you'll know the voice. But you'll see yeah. you'll see Toots, Miss I can't I can't. And it wasn't too cold in New York. We stayed at at the A loft, uh, and it was okay. Mm -hmm. I probably wouldn't stay there again, but mm -hmm. it was okay. <laughs> it was clean. That and that that really was the number one, um, the number and safe. I wanted clean. And safe. And, and I, I did feel, and the people there were nice. There was a lady, Vivian, at the front desk. She was a peach. I got lost and she talked me into Harlem. 
but they so. ha- they definitely they damn sure had some characters up in there. Let me just tell you, good. Oh God. yeah, oh, my God, it, it smelled like a skunk factory on my floor. I was like, is someone's either boiling cabbage or or Ooh. I don't know what's going on here. They're having a hell of a time, and I wasn't invited. But we had a great time, Bobby. Did you have a good time in New York? Oh my God, I had the best time. I I, I was exhausted. I, I we didn't get back till two thirty or something. That, that's yeah. that's later than I've stayed up in probably thirty years. Yeah, the love the, of God. The, it's the taking pictures and the you know the the purchasing fans. Oh and then, my God! And I give people ample opportunity to ask me questions live, but they won't do it. They wait till they get it live. No, they wait till yeah. Story. And yeah. I am very, I'm pretty good with it, but I don't like to take pictures with you two or three times. That's what you share the damn picture for. But oh, anyway. that was the that was the family. That was each one wanted yeah. an individual picture. Then they wanted their their favorite cousin in the picture. And, I, and, and then I they don't have, talk to this one. Oh my yeah. god! And thank that family of fifteen. The mother had driven yeah. all the way from Delaware. Big mama. Big mama celebrate. I gave her a fame because they. Oh my god! Just pleasant people. It was a big party of them, and I appreciate you. I tell you, I appreciate my fans. I hope you guys know that. Anyway, let's get to this week's Laugh and Learn, Bobby Clifford, because let's get okay. to the gritty. So let's start with, um, oh, let's start with, we have a couple of passings this week. Let's get that out the way. We did. Carl Weathers, my father's like one of his favorite actors because Rocky was his all-time favorite movie. Apollo died at 76 years old, which is super sad. Yeah, uh, Carl Weathers was always so sexy. I remember he played in a movie many years ago with Vanity. I think he was Vanity's bodyguard or something. And I remember oh, him. Yeah. From, I remember him from good times when JJ was painting the lady who played his wife, the character. Yeah, his yeah, wife, yeah, yeah. And he yeah. came downstairs and shaking. So I'm telling you, Carl Weathers has been a part of our life for so many years. <sighs> Rest in peace. Blessings to his family. We also lost a great country singer. We did Toby Keith. I love Toby Keith. Should have been a cowboy. Red Solo Cup. I mean, I just like the courtesy of the red, white, and blue. Right after nine eleven, he had a couple of good. Um, good songs for the veterans. I, I absolutely loved it. Um, it, it. Stomach cancer. And he was a big strapping, like six foot six guy. And a year ago when he came, I think he came to, I don't know if it was the country award there or if it was the Grammys. He looked like a waif to me then, like he was a shell of himself. So I can only imagine a year later, bless his heart, what he was like. But um, he fought a valiant fight and, uh, you know, was a, gave big credit, wrote a big write-up about his wife prior to him passing. So I thought that was a, that was a class act. Yeah, that 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 the big C is just so it's so prevalent in all all cultures. You know that cancer is deadly in all different nationalities. Okay. Pray, and we wait too for. long. We yeah. all of us like we go. Oh, geez, you know my boobs hanging off. Maybe I should go to the doctor. You should have gone the first thing you noticed. Well, or, you know think, that pain. I think, I think what it is, Bobby, when you we get to when you get to a person of a certain age, you kind of know your body. Or then you yeah. feel like you know your body. So, oh, it's just, oh, you know, this happened before. It's nothing serious. And then when you do find out what it is, like you said, you it be sometimes it be wait at the last stages. But prayers to him and his beautiful wife and family. Yeah. Okay, where are we going, Bobby? What are we doing? <sighs> okay, so let's move through. So, um, I don't know if you heard Tucker Carlson interviewed Putin. I'd love to be a fly on the wall of that. It, it must have been an ass kissing all around. Uh, I, I hope, can't imagine I hope, that it was anything. I else. hope Putin did just what he did in his face. He Putin did his Ugh. face. Good God. You know, right? that took a Carlson. I'm surprised that they even keep him on TV, but they keep him on TV for chaos. He's a chaotic person and he keeps well, up controversy. I don't even think he's on TV, Flame. I think he's like a YouTube channel. 
Like he's his own kind of guy. So how he, it, it, it sort of speaks to where Putin is right now. Um, it, you know, it, 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 the term that he's, um, that he is enacting on because like who'd, he needs someone that's going to, he's going to lie, 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 right? So he needs somebody not like Barbara Walters to call him on it every single time. He needs a butt kisser. So, and I think that with um, Tucker Carlson, that that's the type of interview you're going to have. It's not out yet. It'll be very interesting to see when it's all cobbled together. It's it's probably going to need a ton of editing. Um, sadly, what that's sadly. Like. And here's the killer. If Putin don't like the way it came out. <laughs> right. Let's see if Tucker gets out before the editing is done. Did you hear that? Um, Did you hear that, Bobby? You better say it again. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to say it out loud publicly, but y'all can read yeah. between the lines. Yeah, it's the truth. So we'll see. We'll see what that that is. And then speaking about, um, I, I should have segued better. Speaking about cancer, um, King Charles has cancer. So remember, he went in yeah. a week or yeah. two ago for the prostate cancer. They haven't told us what type. My guess is. For prostate, or maybe not even. They, I think they went in to do whatever procedure, and then they noticed whatever was there. Um, Harry flew out. Of course, they were the media is trying to make a big thing about you know um, Megan stays behind with the kids. First of all, the kids I'm assuming are in activities, and when you have a two parent household, unlike ours, um, you know, unfortunately, someone usually stays back with the kids. Not to mention the whole reason he left England was because he can't get security. So why would he bring his kids? And his wife over for a quick visit to check on his dad. But well, I thought it was really great of him. Yeah. In defense of Meghan Markle, she was, she's damned if she do, she's damned if she don't. Remember in her book, she said they treated her like dirt. Every, not not just the royal right. family, but some of the people. So I wouldn't take my children around and hate either. So I understand why she did not go. And I'm sure she sent her love because she sent her oh. husband. Absolutely, and I'm sure. I'm assuming. I mean, the the her um, little ones. I aren't they like three and five? He's probably in kindergarten. Well, like you don't I, just I, pull kids out. Yes, and you and I mean, if I'm sure if if something happens to King Charles, I'm I'm, I'm I can pretty much probably guarantee that she, she will be standing by her husband's side. Because oh, absolutely. But, and and with know, the kids. I'm yeah. with you, Bobby. You got young kids and you don't want to leave your children with everybody right now. And especially if they if she was going to take her babies to a place where she's not the most liked person. Because right. they don't need to hear that. When when kids hear horrible things about their parents, that sticks with them their entire life. No, it is. And it's long flights. When, when you've got a 24-hour or 48-hour turnaround, I think six and a half, seven-hour flight. Oh, forget California. That's from Boston. It, it's probably a 10-hour flight from Boston. Like, yeah, no, it's not worth it. Not for little ones. But we it's pray, not worth we, it. We, and, and, and prayers to him. Yeah. And also pray, yeah. prayers to Kate because Kate Kate, Kate was sick as well. Right. I, she she probably is. They're not telling us. They say abdominal. Maybe it's diverticulitis. Or, and you are sick, sick, sick if you have that. But she had some sort of a surgery. So to have two of the active working royals down, that's a, that's a huge loss. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, it, it's a smaller group than, than it was before. But, but hats um, off to Harry because we love Prince Harry over here. Hats yeah. off to Harry for being Yay! the gangster and doing what he's supposed to do. Not for right? a royal, not because he's a royalty or nothing, because that's his dad. That is that's still right. his dad. No matter what is yeah. going on, that is his dad. So hats it off is. to and Harry for that. And he only is the one parent. So I, I think so too. He acted like a grown up. Um, more mm-hmm. prayers, um, sending out, I think that's probably going to, uh, be the, the theme of the show. Uh, we had a helicopter crash with Marines in it today. They found the site. It was in California, but the Marines weren't with it. 
So um, the third Marine aircraft wing is leading the search. Hopefully, let's say a prayer that they find the five crewmen and that they're okay. And then I really don't know the area of flame. So I hope they're not in the water and all of that mess, like whatever is going there. I hope that Girl, they're in somewhere safe. I'm in California. They can be on the street and be in the water. When I tell you, Ugh. it was so much rain here, Bobby. Oh, my God. We got so much rain here in Southern California. Girl, I was like, okay, God, do I need to build an ark? I just want to know because, oh, my goodness, it was so much rain. It, 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 what we're seeing on the news across the country, Flame, is it makes me scared for you. Like Santa Barbara, they have like the tops of the cars. Like you, yeah. they had somebody, somebody was bringing their kids to school. I can't imagine the schools open and they were paddle boarding them to school, which is kind of ingenious, but um, it, it, it's really scary. Yeah, it, 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 it's, it, it subsided now. And I'm in Long Beach, so it wasn't as bad, but LA got people, love, they had mudslides. People's houses were sliding mm. down. Other stuff, stuff was coming through the walls. One man, uh, uh, the, like the whole tree and everything, the mudslide just pushed it into his living room. It's it's oh, it's God. horrific, and I don't know what the insurance is like for that here because I don't own a home for the mudslide insurance. But I'm sure it has to be pricey because that's the risk that you take when you buy a home. Oh, in New York. I don't even know. I remember. 15 or 20 years ago, I, I went to California, to LA, and I was reading something, an article on the plane, the plane ride over. And they, they were saying that most of those houses are like the ones that like hang off the hill are almost uninsurable because they know that between earthquakes or whatever, um, that you're going to have trouble. And these people are so wealthy, they just build again. Like it's nothing. It, it seemed really crazy to me, um, you know, because. I'm I'm still living upstairs in my mother's house. God bless me. Um, I, I don't want to be re, I don't want to be rebuilt. I ain't talking about the house either. What if I'm in the bedroom that's hanging off the cliff? Right. You know, I thought right? the view was I thought the view was the best. Viewers, I don't want to be the it. six million dollar man. We can rebuild her. No. We can make her stronger, <laughs> faster. Uh, I'm good. I don't want to be the bionic man or the six million dollar woman or the six million dollar man or the bionic woman. I'm cool. Uh, Forget uh, about I, it. Oh, well, if I was young. I probably would have been daring like that. But now that I'm old, I'm like, oh, no, honey, I'm already closer to the other side anyway. I'll wait. <laughs> yeah, no, thank you. I don't know. I feel the same way about the water. I love the houses that are just on the water. You know, like I love my my beloved Cape Cod here, but I don't necessarily want to be on them anymore because they get killed with the hurricanes and everything else. I, I, a couple of streets in within walking distance. That's good enough for me. Yeah. Um, I don't need to be on it, but it, it, it is pretty to look at. Yeah, we got uh, a bunch of rain, y'all. I'm sorry. Stay dry. I'll send you some bounty. Maybe <laughs> that you can you can suck it all up. AT and T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic so slow, connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S., That's over 15 million people by the end of this year 
equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways I imagine you haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Margaret Atwood, Questlove, Kate Blanchett, and Oscar Isaac. If that sounds like a varied group of people, it's because it is. I always wanted to make a show where one week we could sit with a politician like Beto or Rourke, the next an author like Min Jin Lee, or TV titans like Bill Hader and Quinta Brunson. Basically, this is a podcast driven by curiosity and an abundance of research conversations where people actually start to sound like people. In recent weeks, I sat with Dan Levy, Ava DuVernay, Benny Safdie, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I hope to see you there. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people. In an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine and I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Um, did you see that the inquiry's over for Biden um, about the docs that they found while he was VP? 
Um, nothing, that, nothing. I that, guess. And I, I tell a joke about that on stage. I tell, I say, white folks, Biden did not steal that paperwork. He forgot he had it. <laughs> Listen, so I'm very happy that they passed it, and I'm glad that they did not indict this other one. Well, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens because we don't. Oh, you're talking about Mayorkas. Yeah, we'll see what happens yeah. with Biden. Yeah, we they did with with Biden. They haven't said anything. Um, Attorney General Garland says he's going to make it as much as he can uh, as possible public that I'm hoping fingers crossed that there was nothing too salacious. I mean, he was VP. He wasn't, he wasn't at the top of the game, but the impeachment, yes, I was thrilled, but you know, the, the GOP, the far right wingy GOP, not, not the, the normal people that we, that we love and work with are, are still saying that they're going to bring it back up. You know, um, Johnson is, is, Furious, he fully intends to pursue an impeachment again once they get the votes for passage, whatever the hell that means. Um, they got him on on two counts. I still I still don't understand the counts. I don't understand what he did. He refusing to comply with the immigration laws. He complied with what we have on the books right now, Bobby and he made false statements to co- to Congress. Bobby what false statements? They, they are fishing because they need this yeah. ace in the hole. They are really, really trying their damnedest with everything they have. They throw in the kitchen sink, the walls, the iron, everything to try to get what they want, which is to try to get Trump back in office. But I'm gonna tell you something right now. We're going to get to this story later, but when they say that he does not require full immunity or he does not qualify for immunity, I'm telling yeah. you, that was it for me. I was like, that's all I needed to hear. Now all we got to do is vote because he will be charged. And I'm telling you, he will be charged because I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to say this, Bobby, in front of you, please don't take this the wrong way. White folks are sick of him, period. I know they got some diehard goons that's behind him. But white folks with common sense and real power and want a real fair America and a better America without all this hate and racism, because there are some out here and plenty of them, they are sick of his shit. I mean that. Well, it's it's I think that the straw that broke the camel's back for a lot of people, at least let me let me reword. I hope the straw that broke the camel's back is that is the whole um, immigration situation you know he is willing he he has come up publicly and said he wants the economy to tank what about the poor american people yeah and he he is telling anybody involved with the gop that he wants them to vote no because he wants to run on this issue even though it would be better for the country and for the border and for the american safety so we don't have drug runners coming through we don't have terrorists coming through to stop it, uh, to you know, to stop the stop the, the the amount of people that are coming through and be able to better vet them. He doesn't care. He he's come right out and said, "Vote against it." A bipartisan bill by one of the most staunch, crafted by one of the most staunch Republicans, James Langford of Oklahoma. Then we have Chris Chris Murphy of uh, he's a Democrat of Connecticut. And then we have an independent from, um, is it Kirsten Cinema? I always just call her, I think I call her Kristen all the time. I don't think that's right. She's from Arizona. The three of them sat w- w- with the whole committee, crafted it. Even Mitch McConnell, turtle face himself, is saying that um, this is the best deal that Republicans are ever going to get. Um, and he still is saying no. So, again, we want history to repeat itself because... He ran on that same platform with that wall right? that has never been built to this day. 
Yep. So, yep, no, he did. You, you can't buy what he is saying because it's just repeating a lie. And he wants to. And when he, if, if he wins, God forbid, day one, he's going to pass that same bill because he wants it to fall under his watch and not under Biden's watch. My issue is not with him on this one. My issue is with the cronies that have the power right. to make real change in the country to help everybody, especially with this border patrol, I mean, with this border situation. But y'all are falling for the okie doke from somebody who is convicted of 91 federal charges sitting right now, will not get immunity, and when he goes down, all of y'all will be the rats that he let drown. Good God. All I'm hoping, it, it, we know it's going to happen. I mean, you know, uh, Johnson said that it's dead on arrival. But my hope is that there are some holdouts that are keeping their mouths shut strategically and not telling them exactly how they're going to vote. And somehow this thing is going to get pushed across. Because can you imagine, we have over 350,000 jobs again in January that were created. We are up another 3.4% with the economy. So the economy, the movement is there. And then if, if Biden got the immigration bill passed, the one that he initially had put forth himself on his first day of office. Now, I know there's all sorts of compromise that had to happen. But you just heard, that's what they're supposed to do. They're supposed to say, you get a little, I get a little, we'll compromise on what's best for the people. That's what their job is. That's what they get paid for. Imagine if he had that, what the hell would, what would Trump run on? What would his platform be? You know, but, I, hate, I hate the people's memory. We have short-term memory as a man. Yeah, we have we have short term memory as Americans right now because everyone thought that under Biden under un, under Trump's watch, the pandemic came. You got a stimulus check. He signed the bill against the stimulus check. He wanted you to sit in your house for two years and die. Right. It was Nancy Pelosi. Yes, it was a gangster of all gangsters. Y'all know I love that. I told y'all I love Nancy Pelosi. I'm in love with that woman. And the only reason y'all thought that the checks came from Trump was because he attached a letter. He from, had to from, sign it, right. Yes. And and I'm telling you, and you people just don't pay attention to what is. I hate when I hear, especially my people. Oh, I had this when he was in office. You had nothing. And if you think you had nothing before... Put them back in there this time. You will not only not have nothing, you will not even have life. Yeah. It, yeah. Oh, I can't. I, I, he, oh, I just, he, he gives me the heebie-jeebies. Do I like the two of them? I, I, you know, the, the two candidates we have. The other thing that I don't like is Chris Christie was on George Stephanopoulos this weekend. And you know I, I like Chris Christie. I saw on there. Yeah, I, I like him. He's he's sort of a reasonable, like, I, I wish he was the Republican. Then I wouldn't feel, because he would never do anything that would shame the office. And he would uh, do what on, he Bobby, thought was best. I know you like Chris. I did not like what he said, that Biden needs to recuse himself. I did not right. I didn't. That's it. Well, that's where I was building up to. Because, you know, I go around the, uh, around the river and through the woods. But I didn't like that he said that if Biden, you know, if there's something the Democrats can do, take out. Because the reality is, Take him out. There, there's nobody else. Chris, we've passed that. So now this is what we have. What can you, because the, the question was, George was asking him, would he vote for Biden? And he now he also didn't say no, he wouldn't. He just said, I'm not committing to anything at this time, um, but I'll tell you, I won't vote for Trump and I will do anything I can do to make sure Trump doesn't get in. Well, the, the only alternative is to vote for Biden. You know, you, what are you going to do? Vote for RFK Jr., who is 
a, a recovering heroin addict that makes me a little nervous in a high pressure job that he's going to go in there. He's up trying to upset the, the election process. He is upsetting it. He's upsetting me. You know, you're taking your 7% or whatever it is you're getting. They're Biden's votes. My Give problem, back. my issue with Christy, and I told you before he was already a wishy-washy to me, mm-hmm. but my issue with him after that interview with George Stephanopoulos is was, it's not that you, with all your wolf tickets that you're selling on, you'll take Trump, you'll take Trump. When you had that per- ample opportunity on Sunday to say, hey, I'm not voting for, I'll do anything to go against Biden, I mean Trump, but you didn't say you were voting for Biden, it still looks like you're fence riding. You still have not taken the say, hey, I'm standing here. Whether you're a Democrat or Republican, you both supposed to be an American before you become a party. So they they yeah. keep forgetting that they're Americans, Bobby. It's driving me crazy. Yeah. So I'm not rolling people, with his fat ass. I'm not rolling with his fat ass. <laughs> people, people before party, right? That's what it's supposed to be, country before party especially. Um, when you're in those roles. So I was a little disappointed by that. I have to be honest, but, um, but he's still, he's still talking down, you know, talking Trump down. Um, Nikki Haley, I don't know. She, she's not doing so well. She, Mm. she didn't even win, win over, um, Nevada. They, they took the choice when, you know, no choices. There's no other choice. None of these candidates. I think that's the choice. She, I know it's a non-binding GOP primary, but, um, 63% of the vote is opted for none of these candidates. Uh, so instead of putting her, so she's in a little bit of trouble. Uh, did you see her on SNL? I, 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 I thought it was a little too soon for me with the joke about, about slavery and stuff. I didn't see her on there, but that is the thing that had put the nail on her coffee because the coffin, because Nikki Haley was doing pretty good before she started answering those questions about racism and uh, that she would still support Trump. They're too afraid. Everyone is so afraid to stand up against this 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 machine because it is a machine. And it I, is a machine. And I do understand that. I do get that. But then remove yourself from being in a position of speaking publicly because what you do is for the for the white Americans or for the other Americans that do roll with you and 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 there's some black ones too. What you have done is. You've shown them that you're not standing with them because you have chosen just what you said, party over people. Mm. And, and you shouldn't. And if you if you if you want to feel like that and you're not on a national platform, great. But you're on a national platform asking to have the job that controls everyone in America. She put her own foot in her own damn mouth. That's she. I promise you, she did. She put her own foot in her own mouth. A couple of times. A couple of times because she was on with Charlemagne and she made a comment about something about Texas. You know, and if they don't like it or they don't like being part of us, they they can secede. No, oh, you that can't. Was, that that's, wasn't the one that's that the got Civil War. Yeah, that wasn't the one that got me. When she said racism started with Barack Obama, yeah. I wanted to say, oh, my God. If I would have been Breakfast Club, I, if you've never been happy that you didn't hire me, you better be glad you didn't hire me on that day because I was going to go oh. after that ass, ladies and gentlemen. I was going to get her and say, what did you say? <laughs> I, I, I can't even. I, I mean, and this is a woman... She's actually, uh, she's highly intelligent. She has had racism in her own life, um, you know, through her parents and watched her parents really struggle. So she understands what it all, what's, what it's all about. I, I really, I was disappointed with her on that. That's when I said, I, she is wishy-washy. I don't, she really is trying to pander to, to the people who like Trump so that they'll hop, hop on over with her. But, um, 
to Nikki well, Haley. When I'm she done. got in, when she got in, truth be told, I truly believe that she knew she didn't have a snowball chance in hell of winning. But I think that yeah. she thinks that if she plays the game right and she does the things and and stays real even keel, even though it tries to look like she's trying to go after Trump, but playing it safe enough not to really go after him, that she'll get a part in a seat in the cabinet. I think that's what they all looking for. It could They're be. all looking for that. I think the other thing that she might be, and we, we, we've like just broached barely on um, this topic is I think the other thing that she's looking for is to hang in as long as she can, because if he actually does get convicted or something or can't, if, if the um, Supreme court says that States can leave him off of their ballot, she'll be the last one standing. Right. Um, so I don't know if that's what's what's going on, but Biden won the the Nevada primary, which we we expected anyway. There's no one else there. Well, let um, me just say this: even if she is the last man standing, this sexist ass country would rather swallow glass than put a woman in as, probably as the president, and that's just the truth. Yeah, and I ain't say yeah. what color or nationality. I said a woman. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, something that I found interesting, I think we talked about it a few weeks ago when they had the New Hampshire primary, um, that there were fake robocalls, like AI calls, telling Demo- for Democrats, telling people to stay home, with Joe Biden's voice, stay home, that they didn't need to vote. There was no voting that was necessary, blah, blah, blah. Um, they actually found, the attorney general found that it was some Texas company um, and so, and they're doing a little bit more investigation to that. I'll be very interested to see who the ties are, uh, who, who that company is tied to. Bobby, that's the scary part about AI. I'm telling yeah. you, I, I got three text messages, one from Donald Trump Jr., one from Donald Trump, apparently. And I'm like, well, I, no, and I texted back, uh, you, you put, you're supposed to push stop and it'll end. I text back, absolutely not. <laughs> No. Well, you know, you, you did in your set the other night. You did make an offer to him to grab something. Yes, I did. They say like Maybe. grab women by the woo-ha. Please introduce me to him. I got a woo-ha for your ass, Donald Trump. Uh, oh, my God. It is. Um, Bobby, I, I, but you know what behooves me? People, the worst stuff he says, the worst that he and he tells you what he's going to do. And they, and they and they think that, oh, he's only going to do it to a certain demographic of people. If you are not part of the one percent, you are in that demographic. Mm-hmm. Woo. And even that he'd still do it. You know, he's he's what I can appreciate about Donald Trump. If you can appreciate anything is I don't know if he's as much two faced. He comes right out and tells you what he's going to do. And he shows you who he is. He, you know, he shows you that you can be his best friend one minute and, you know, there's, there's no allegiance or alliance and, but he's not lying. So, um, that's that's a great observation, Bobby. So he tells you the truth when it's some shitty stuff, but when, when he's, he lies when it's some real legal stuff. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. (laughs) Please, please. Um, he's, uh, they're ha- actually having the oral arguments this tomorrow for, um, for whether he can be on the ballots. So I don't, I don't know. We'll see if these are true patriots who, who are in the Supreme court right now, uh, and care about democracy or, um, or not, but, but we'll see. I'm not going to be surprised either way because I've heard both sides of the um, of the coin on on this argument. It's a great argument, but whether they call January sixth an actual insurrection, I don't know. That that's going to be the the sticking point. Good God.
AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways I imagine you haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Margaret Atwood, Questlove, Kate Blanchett, and Oscar Isaac. If that sounds like a varied group of people, it's because it is. I always wanted to make a show where one week we could sit with a politician like Beto or Rourke, the next an author like Min Jin Lee, or TV titans like Bill Hader and Quinta Brunson. Basically, this is a podcast driven by curiosity and an abundance of research. Conversations where people actually start to sound like people. In recent weeks, I sat with Dan Levy, Ava DuVernay, Benny Safdie, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I hope to see you there. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast. To start listening. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people. In an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine, and I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fannie Fannie Willis acknowledged that she's actually in a a personal relationship. We'll see if, I don't think anything is going to happen from that other other than um, it actually would make the prosecutor's case, right? Uh, or make it harder for them because I don't know if she's going to, if people are going to vote the way that she's wanted. I don't know if she's going to be that effective, to be quite honest with you. I think she might have a little bit of trouble. Men have affairs all the time. So a woman gets some dick and everybody want to have their faces melt off. Good God. 
Yeah. I think it's because it's her underling. I don't think it's as much the affair. I think it's just that he's her underling and, and could she have benefited some way for her? Well, for I, look, I, I hope he was under her lane. Good God. <laughs> 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 but yeah, but you, you did talk about he doesn't, um, the, the federal appeals court ruled that he does not have presidential, former presidents do not have presidential immunity. Um, especially uh, in the 2020 election interference case, which is what he was hoping. Bobby, he was, and he was the main one. They have him on tape saying that president should not get immunity before he won the presidency. But nobody right. wants to seem to remember that they play that all the time. I'm like, oh, y'all, so y'all forget. I love that they record everything and get that playback. But oh my God, Bobby. That which means that all them crimes that he know he has committed, and now we know a lot of them because we still don't know them all. Uh, yeah, he could just com- com- get back in the office and commit commit even more crimes, even worse. No, I think Amer- I really think Bobby that America, even the Supreme Court, gonna stand up for the justice because it it, it would turn this country upside down. Yeah, I can't. I just. Uh, we'll see. I mean, they they hear the first arguments for the other stuff tomorrow, and then he whether he will appeal this, he can. They gave him the court gave him two options. Um, one of the options was because it was a three panel, um, a three panel judge. They actually have an eleven panel. He could go back to that, but he has to do it immediately. And he can also appeal to the Supreme Court, which you know is what he's going to want to do, but. He has to have that appeal, and I believe by Monday, because they're not holding up the case. So he is—he must be stomping mad. Uh, and yeah. it was a unanimous decision, and one of them was a Republican. So it wasn't like you know the two Democrats against the Republican. It was unanimous. So America, we just gonna pray that y'all we do the right thing, cause good God. Okay, let's get on to uh, Ohio, or uh, 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 was it Michigan? Michigan. Crumbly. Oh, Crumbly. Okay. I'm like, who? What? Where? <laughs> oh, yeah. Jennifer Clump- Crumbly, the worst mom. She, she's, yeah. God bless her. She should have run a, a hair a hair comb through it or something. So could somebody have brushed her hair before she came so, in? So, Bobby, you know the flip side of that story was she left that school and left there because she, she was going to have sex. I have hope then for myself. She was on her way to go get some dick. I'm just gonna say it because that's how it needs to be said. And left that cr- oh. and left her son that was left him. very disturbed at that school, asking for help. That's the part he's got his life without parole for the rest of his life. He killed people, but and, and I'm I'm on board with all of it. But this is a mentally ill kid who was asking for help, begging for it actually. Yeah, and she didn't give it to him. What does she give him for Christmas? A gun. And then she's blaming the husband that it was his responsibility because it made her unsafe, feel unsafe. If you felt unsafe, and you know your kids, we all know when there's something off about our kid, why would you give him a gun? I, I wouldn't have been able to sleep. I would have had my eyes open all the time. Did she not hear about the Menendez brothers? Uh, Bobby, let me tell you something. And this is this goes back to when they were talking about reforming the police during the George Floyd tri- uh, murder. Yeah. After the, all that. And I said, you know when your kid is 
fucked up. This is, let me just, yep. this is laughing. You really do. No, you know better than anybody else. But then you tell the uncle or the cousin or the dad to help him out. He needs a job and you get him a job in, in law enforcement or get in, in a position of power. And you know, he crazy. Now you didn't gave him a weapon and a badge. And I'm not even talking about this young man yet, but I'm saying that is what happens. You can, you know, your kid is crazy. So you go buy your crazy kid a gun. I can't even imagine. Uh, you know what I would have been afraid of? Actually, as a parent, so remove yourself or even thinking about hurting something. Wouldn't you thought he would have hurt himself? Or maybe I, that's I, what she wanted. That's what, that would have been my fear, that he's, my baby's going to kill itself. It's not yeah. even thinking that he was going to go and harm some other people. No. But you left him at school asking for help because you wanted to go get some dick. That is it right there. And he even wrote, he wrote on the paper, I need help, please. I'm going to shoot people. He drew a gun. Blood everywhere. I mean, he, it, it was like a treasure map, for the love of God. That's Awful. So, so she. That is so sad. It was. And, 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 it's, and yes, it's, it's very sad for the victims. But it's sad for him that he knew he was messed up. He knew yep. where he was at. And he couldn't rely on the one person that he was supposed to be able to count on, which was his mom. Oh, two, two people, because he does have a dad, too. But okay. he was... He was. I gotta. I gotta keep him. I gotta keep it fair. They they were both in the home. Do you know what I mean? Like it wasn't like there was one over the other. They the two but of them were in the house. She was at the school. Yeah. No. 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 I understand what you're saying. But he had to. He had to. I mean, I'm sure she called bitching. I gotta go in because well, little Johnny he, he, or whatever his name was. He's up for trial, so, and he probably was exhausted yeah. because if this kid had got to that point, this wasn't the first time. This was oh. a build up. This was yeah. a buildup. So I don't want y'all to think that he just went crazy in one day. Kids that have a little issues, because I got one over here that have, have issues. It does <laughs> not happen in one day. It is a buildup to something big. So they knew that the, the, it, it, it snowballed. It was coming. They knew something was coming. And she disregarded that. And I'm telling you, Bobby, that is so sad. I love that the law is flipping. And they're going to start charging some of these irresponsible as parents with their kids crying and I got children too I don't know what my kids may do but I'm hoping that all the teachings that I have taught them and me being there has helped them because I tell their ass all the time I ain't coming to get you you do you know what's right from wrong I'm not coming to get you I understand mistakes but real dumb shit I don't understand from my kids especially when you're there to teach them better no I, I used to say that to my son too you better get to know the public defender <laughs> And hope he graduated <laughs> not from Guadalajara from a, from a, a law school that's within the state, but yeah. she's facing up to fifteen years. I mean, it's, she she will get sentenced. I think it's the April 9th. and then her husband is gonna he'll start to stand trial in March. She showed no remorse, no emotion. I watched that. I watched when he sentenced her yeah. for four, four counts, guilty on all counts. She yeah. never her face. She never teared up. She never broke down. I think the ju the the lawyer sitting next to her showed more emotion than she did. She did. I mean, I think one of the one of the um the damning most damning moments was when she said that she would do everything exactly the same. You know, oh, I, no, 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 no. I'm going to tell you what got me, Bobby. When she said you got to be smart and don't get caught. Oh, I know that too. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Ha ha or LOL or whatever the hell she, but, but when you, you heard all of the information, you really know what, where this is going at that point. And instead of saying, 
I would do anything differently. I would have taken him, had I known that he was so bad, I would have taken him to the APS, the acute psych, psych, um, center. Uh, you know, I, I would have, whatever you would have done, but to sit and say, I wouldn't do, and guns make me uncomfortable. Why'd you have one in the house? And I would have done everything exactly the same. Nothing I would have changed. I think the jur- I think the jurors down there for being fair Americans because if you judge by yeah. your, your peers, we do know that this country has two different judicial systems. Because if they would have let the woman off, I'm telling you, Bobby Clifford, it would have just been a nightmare. And, and I'm saying that that's not saying that they should blame every parent because you really don't have no control over what your kid does when you get in the world. Right. But this one was involved and knew it was coming and he was asking her. And then she was so irresponsible with her answers as if she just did not care that those people had lost their children and those children had lost their lives. Uh, baby, when right. she get in jail, the woman going to give her ass to business. I hope they do something. Or I, I hope she, I don't know. I just, I, I, but she could be as dead as that poor kid was. Oh, the kid wasn't even, he was asking. She just, she seemed dead to me that whole trial. I, I, I agree with you. There was little to no emotion yeah. throughout it, which was really disappointing. But I tell really you what, I had a, I had a prison experience. When them doors slam and that one day it hit you that you are incarcerated. And man was as long as hers. Man, my husband was 15, 20 years. Man was about no. 30, man was about 36 days. <laughs> my God. But you realize, I, 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 you realize yeah, I where you are and that somebody controls everything that you do. Yeah, I wouldn't last a minute. So, um, I hope to God I never, I never do something stupid. I got caught doing something. Somebody thinks I did something stupid. I'm usually a very a big rule follower. Also, Bobby, you don't want me to tell them that we was up in that Walgreens up in New York still. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we were still out the Walgreens. I'm just kidding. Yeah. You. Oh my God. Please. I would not steal. Even if I wanted to steal, I wouldn't steal with Bobby. Bobby would tell. Okay, I'm with her, but yeah. she's stealing. <laughs> but I'm not. <laughs> I am. My eyes do it. All of a sudden, my eyes get like saucers, and I'm yeah. I can't even. I can't even lie. It's not in me. I'd rather. Yeah. No. I'm not. Yeah. Oh. I'm no good. I'm no good. That's it. Other than Blinken is is uh, was over in the Middle East trying to work with um to keep the conflict down and not to have not to have the the war spread at all. Let's my prayers yeah. are with him too. And uh, Netanyahu doesn't want to cease fire. Yeah, and you know, Bobby, I want to I want to give a shout out to the families of the victims uh, that were blew up in um, last week. You remember the three victims that got blew up, and then we bombed, oh, we, yes. we bombed them. And, yeah, uh, I, I first the of all, strike. yeah, first of all, shout out to President Biden for making personal phone calls and personally meeting with those families. I thought that was brilliant, yeah. and I thought that showed so much compassion and humanity, President Biden. Yes, you owe, but you care about your people. And I'm telling y'all right now, if we don't do it, we're going to lose it and we're never going to get it back. We will never get it back if we lose it. And we, it ain't that much to lose, but we better hold on to the little bit that we have. Secondly, shout out to those families. When I heard that mother just break down and cry, Bobby, oh, that just touched my spirit because we fight in this racism in this country. But a parent is a parent. I don't care what color it is, shape, size or whatever. When you lose a kid or you, you, you feel that raw emotion, that touches all nationalities. If that don't touch you, then you, you're just not a human. Shit, even animals are protective over their kids. 
So I'm telling y'all right now, it, it, we got to stop all this racism in this country because we're not going to get no better. You can't hate somebody because of the color of their skin. I know the white folks that hate white folks. Baby, I know black folks that can't stand black folks. I don't understand that y'all got to stop. But, but it's a learned behavior. And until we fix it, we're going to be stuck, Bobby. Good God. Joe Biden, President Biden, I'm riding. I'm voting for you. I'm riding with Biden, but you ain't driving. You just riding in the passenger seat. <laughs> Because why y'all keep hollering? He's old. He's still passing laws. He's still trying to make change. And y'all are letting somebody who is facing years in prison for trying to turn the country on itself. Y'all waiting for him to get in office to give you the same promise that he gave you eight years ago that he did not deliver. I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I know yeah, I'm a little confusing because I got a breast and penis, but y'all fucked up in the man. Let me just say it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it is. It's it's absolutely crazy. It's absolutely crazy. I'm I'm praying to everybody, including President Biden. I yeah. love to get to sleep tonight. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us here on Laughing. I remember to listen to the interview that we did with a King. It's called uh, "The Story of Two Transitions" or something like that. It was it's a powerful story, and it may help somebody. If you know somebody that's struggling with transitioning or detransitioning, please listen to King's story because it may help somebody and help may save somebody because he put it all on the line. And me and Bobby just said, "And listen, we were both in awe." Mm-hmm. And it was, and Bobby was the one who pointed out the courage that it took this young man to de- to transition two times because I didn't even mm-hmm. realize because he had transitioned from a male to a female, then with a whole bunch of surgeries and black market uh, hormones, and then had to detransition back with a whole bunch of surgeries. Mm-hmm. So, it, let's please listen to the Lo- story. A lot of courage. Lots of courage. And I'm telling you, you guys, somebody might be saved by listening to that story. Thank you guys for joining us here at Laugh and Learn. I am shooting my, well, I'm not, no, I'm not shooting. I'm showcasing my new one hour for Netflix on May the 10th here in uh, Southern California at the Elysian Theater. Again, thank you to Comedy in Harlem. Please listen to me on Coffee Time each and every morning. I didn't do it this morning because I knew we was doing Laugh and Learn. But download Laugh and Learn on iHeart under the Black Effect Network on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, or wherever you listen to your podcast. And follow me on all social media platforms at Flame Monroe. You'll find me. I'm the big mouth bitch. And you can follow Bobby where? At Clifford Bobby on Instagram and Bobby Clifford on Facebook and TikTok. I, I don't ever put anything on there, but it's Bobby Clifford and a bunch of numbers they gave me. I'll figure it out. Yes, because and because we thank you guys. We're on our way to season four. Thank you to our producer, Mr. Aaron Howard. Hey, Big A. We appreciate you. Listen here, laugh and learn, lady. We about to get a facelift. We just we making some changes over here for the positive. We're gonna put a little money behind the, the podcast because we appreciate you guys listening. And we love the positive feedback and comments that you send. Y'all mostly send y'all questions to Bobby because if it's something dumb, I ain't gonna read it. I'm gonna let you know it again. I'm not gonna read it. <laughs> but we appreciate you because here at Laugh and Learn, the model has not changed and will never change because this is the most powerful tool that you possess. Here at Laugh and Learn, we are not trying to get you to change your mind. We are only trying to get you to use your mind. Because why, Bobby? Because a mind is a terrible thing to waste. Please don't waste your mind. Please don't be so easily persuaded because it looks good. Put a little effort into researching something. I promise you it will change everything about you and it might change your life. There's a passage in Chicago that used to say, change your attitude, it'll change your whole life. Change your vote. Vote blue, because I'm telling you, if you vote red, this damn sure going to change your life and not for the better. Okay, this is my role. <laughs> Bye, Bobby. Bye.
Bye, Aaron. Bye, Flamettes. We'll see you next week. Don't miss an episode of Laugh and Learn. Listen and subscribe on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Laugh and Learn Podcast is a production of the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Our executive producer is Tiffany Haddish. Our theme music is by the one and only Chrissy Payne. Thank you, guys. This is Flamin' Row. Don't forget to laugh, listen, and learn. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way, is getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. I got a big heart, and I'm very forgiving, but, like, don't abuse it. It's been abused enough. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me. You won't want to miss this one. This is the story of how a group of people brought music back to Afghanistan by creating their own version of American Idol. The joy they brought to the nation. You're free completely. No one is there to destroy you. The danger they endured. They said my head should be cut off. I'm John Legend. Listen to Afghan Star starting May 15th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.